Radio 1190 KVCU Boulder. That was Candy Claws with the song Breathing Fire. That is a local Fort Collins band that is also known as Sound of Series. Right now, it is 4.58 p.m., and I'm joined in the studio with Mute Smith uh, right here on Radio 1190. Mute Smith, how are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing real good. How are you? I'm doing good, trying to stay dry, as you also said to us as we oh, walked yeah. in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you are uh, a... a originally from san francisco or palo alto yeah. so uh how long has uh how long were you making music i guess up in that area before you came here to boulder um so i would say like it started with poetry mm-hmm. i started writing a lot of poetry and uh, i would say middle school yeah just like liking the right and getting my thoughts down on paper Definitely. and uh once i started maybe like the seventh or eighth grade mm-hmm. i was like yo what if i just started writing the instrumentals like writing the music because yeah. i love music like yeah i can't go a day without listening to music like totally so um and then in high school is when i really started taking it seriously yeah and really getting you know investing in my equipment mm-hmm. and trying to drop projects and just making the sound quality improve and just progress with each project that i drop yeah definitely so um when I first met you, you were still, uh, had you always been going as Mute Smith or, because I feel like that hadn't really been known to me when the first time I met you, but had, has it, that always been the name of your project or has it gone through different like spectrums? No, like um, it went through a lot of spectrums, uh, being like growing up, yeah. being young, um, I had crazy names. Like I had just like young OC, like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, we just made like fake labels up, like me mm-hmm. and my friends. Yeah. Know? just to like keep us motivated and you know yeah keep totally us in the studio but that was like the only name i feel like i went by the only other name yeah young oc because my um first name is owens my yeah. actual first name and my middle name is contrellius so OC. Yeah. yeah makes sense yeah so we're gonna go ahead let's show everyone what we're dealing with here we're gonna play one of your tracks called all gucci do you have anything to i guess because this is produced by gxgvx uh and uh Tell us, uh, I guess, a little bit about him or that Man, collab. So I uh, randomly met him mm-hmm. at a get-together, and he was like, yo, man, you rap? And I was like, yeah. He's like, uh, I produce. I was like, what, man? Followed me on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. started exchanging uh, information and stuff, and he just sent over a couple of beats, and he's actually local, like, in Boulder. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. We just been working from there, man. Nice, nice. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and play one of your tracks. This is called All Gucci, and uh, we'll come back in after the song and talk a little bit about it. But uh, you're listening to Radio 1190's The Local Shakedown.
process to get solutions that'll solve them. California sun shining like the summer, but it's autumn went through stress for the best. Watch myself as I progress. Ain't no better feeling than that. Except when I told my folks I wanna rap. Surprisingly, they had my back to Christmas is a patient wait. And then I got that Apple Mac Garage Band program where I began to lay down my own tracks. Good times, but don't take me back. I've been building up my stats. You think it's an opinion, but we both know it's facts, facts, facts with a capital F. Move to go get cooking like the Scofier chefs. Uh I live through the MIC. That is my wifey. Nothing to tell me. I do what I please. Puffing on them trees. Good vibes, good vibes, man. That's all I need. Yeah, we Everything is all good, all good, huh? Everything is all good, all good, huh? Everything is all good, all good, huh? All good as it should in the hood, bruh. That was the song, All Gucci, and uh, this is off of your new EP, right? What it, What is this new EP yeah, called? This new EP is called uh, The Cloudy EP. I dropped it on my birthday, uh, May 1st. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. awesome. So how, how long, so are these songs, um, are, they, are these, were they made specifically focused like for this EP, or have these been songs that you've been working on for a while now? Um, some have been songs that I just recently got done, and some have been songs that I've had or ideas that I've had, mm-hmm. and um, I just thought they all flowed together yeah. really well um, on this EP, and that's just what I want to make it sound, Definitely. you know, a consistent sound. Yeah. So what would you say are like your influences? Also, I'm joined in the studio by Damien. I forgot, What's up, guys? To, I forgot to introduce Damien here, but uh, what would you say are some of your influences specifically for this EP or like even in general, like I guess, what what drives you creatively? I mean, um, I would say just the things that I take in and the experiences that I experience in life, yeah. honestly, and totally. just living and learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also listen to a lot of music, like tons. I'm pretty open to all genres. Yeah. Um, so I just take what I can mm-hmm. and just put my own twist on it, you know? Yeah. The things are there that any, I can connect with. Are there any, like, specific rappers who, like, growing up really influenced you, like, really drove you to, like, start rapping? Uh, um, I would definitely say Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I was young, just growing up and um, watching his career just over the years, and how yeah. he's still relevant and he's still making music. It's crazy. Yeah, man. it is kind of crazy. I've, um, I would, I would think because like generally in in pop culture status, it was like it seems like he had this like negative reputation. But I think now that I hear people coming back, they're like, oh, his first album was like on fire. It's yeah. amazing. And then I actually sat down and listened to it. And I was like, oh my god, this is actually yeah really great really so good. it's it's kind of crazy how those things kind of come out of the woodwork or like it, it's it's nice to detach from 
uh, I guess, public perspective. I mean, you could make that relation with like Kanye West. I I will defend that guy no matter what. uh... Yeah, um, (laughs) definitely. So uh, yeah, you you grew up in the Palo Alto area, right? Yeah. So what is the what is the scene like that? Um, I mean, I I guess how how does that uh, incorporate into like your musical process? Because there's been a lot of a lot of great artists out of the Bay Area, like um, People Under the Stairs is like one I I would know. Um, there's a few, and I know that area is kind of uh, it's like very rich in culture. So I I guess was. Um, like I guess, how does your hometown go into your music? Are there any connections, or is it kind of yeah. like, you know? Um. So I feel like, for any person, any mm-hmm. environment that they are put in or live in, they're gonna become a product of their environment. It's totally. some something that they're around every day. You know, something mm-hmm. that they live through every day. And I feel like through my music, that's what I express: yeah. my lifestyle, uh, my hardships, my family. You know my dreams, my goals, like yeah, totally. So I feel like it connects to my music, and I feel like your music in in general, um, it has sort of this like very chill ambient sense, but it also kind of triggers uh, more of an emotional response, at least in the production. And then definitely when you're applying lyrics on top of that, that really speaks to people. And so I think something like that really amalgamates into your sound, which is uh, at least specifically where I dig it a lot. And um, so you called this EP the Cloudy EP. Yeah. Is there sort of a reference to that? Is there, uh, uh, I mean, I guess, is that sort of just what fit or, you know, on a subconscious level or, yeah. like, something that you intentionally were like, all right, yeah. Um, I would just say, like, the transition from high school to college, kind of different, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, living on my own mm-hmm. uh, in a different state. Um and it's just like a lot of things I had to learn yeah like totally to do and everything so it was all like a learning process and just getting used to being in a different environment yeah um it was normal like I love to travel yeah but uh I think that the cloudy EP the name just came from my mind state that I was at yeah you know sometimes I just think about every day like what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. you know like I love music yeah. I will want to forever make music. But, you know, you got those people in your ear always talking. Yeah. I always shut them out, but, you know, yeah. I, you know, I still take it in. Yeah, it, any sort of criticism, whether it's constructive or not, definitely um, it's, it's hard to block out entirely everything that happens. But it is totally a learning experience because you sort of, in a sense, get to prove them wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you, get to, you get to develop your sound, uh, which I totally, I totally I think- agree with. I think also just like cloudy, like not being able to see through something. Yeah. Like the people outside of my circle or who don't understand like the music process and everything that I go through. Yeah. Um, we'll see that like once I continue to build up and everything, because we always work in every day to yeah. improve and make moves, man. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to play another one of your tracks here. This is I Remember. Uh, is there sort of a st- like... I guess how, what is the context of this session when you were when you were writing it? You know, just remembering those days when we were super young. Yeah, and we didn't have responsibilities and we could just wild out like <laughs> we were kids. You know, you yeah. just run yeah. around the house. You just I don't know. You didn't really worry about anything. Mm-hmm. But you kind of see that like growing up. You know, you take on a lot of responsibilities and it's just what you got to do to adapt. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's where it came from. That's awesome. So we're going to check this out. This is I Remember off of the Cloudy EP by Mute Smith. You're listening to Radio 1190's The Local Shakedown. We'll be back in a few minutes.
Living life with no worries, otherwise there's no stress. All the damn morning draws on my way to see Jess. Coming home to earth, the airing up on PBS. Feet kicked up with a bag of lays on my chest. Felt like I was living life to the fullest. Short boy like the long walks, dodging all the spark. Mama with my cousins from Beachwood to Kelly Park to play a little ball or draw something with a block of chalk. We was kids, we was living mindless. When you don't know age, you think life is timeless. Knew a little about love, only it seemed priceless. But I was still young, still got to learn more shit. So I grabbed the pen and pad when the boy is feeling sad. People thinking I'm so rad, cause I'm young and yes, I rap. Or maybe it is just the fact that I force my black to go to class. Don't think I ain't focused on the cash. But what the fuck is rich when wealthy is compared to it? Yeah, yeah. Don't think I ain't focused on the cash, but what the fuck is rich when wealthy is compared to it? I remember being kids, living life so mindless, headed for the top, just gotta keep climbing. All I was in the day, you bet the world was writing. Let's get high, chill vibes, man, life is priceless. I remember being kids, living life so mindless, headed for the top, just gotta keep climbing. All I was in the day, you bet the world was writing. Let's get high, chill vibes, man, life is priceless. All right, that was the track. I remember. I totally get those vibes. Actually, that is uh, it. Um, at least in the lyricism, I think you uh, got a lot going on there. At least about childhood. So that's such an awesome place to come from. I think. I think like uh, that song. Not to make too much comparison, but that song "Grown Up" is actually by Danny Brown is an amazing song. Mm. Or like even uh, that song "Wonder Bread," where it's just about how his mom gave him some cash and he had to go buy a, a loaf of Wonder Bread. Yeah. It's yeah. it's things like that, the subtleties I think in lyricism that uh, really make songs like awesome. Um, so I guess uh, is there any particular artist in your musical discography that you've sort of appreciated their flow? I guess because I think that flow is important to um uh, important to like a personal aspect like that's why certain artists have their certain distinctions and things yeah, like that you know definitely um i would say like i really like chance yeah and mick jenkins yes like, jenkins, they take yeah they take crazy approaches to beats totally it's like sometimes i'm blown away i get goosebumps i'm like yo yeah <laughs> yeah this is crazy like, yeah the Especially, water the water yeah. ep that flew oh, under the oh, radar yeah. oh, pretty hard but that was oh, yeah. it was good that was just a crazy one yeah. yeah you you showed us that one uh last year and i think you just blew my mind with that one i because I, I had no idea who this person was i felt like that those artists should be more on the mainstream did you listen to chance's new album by the yes, way I did. yeah what'd you I think like, i liked it a lot yeah. yeah it was good i i like how much uh influence he's doing with soul and everything like that yes. like that's become a big aspect is there certain genres like that like unconventional genres that uh maybe make their way into like what you're doing because you, you've talked yeah. about how you listen to all kinds of music yeah. so i really love like i like a lot of r&b yeah um, mm. i love jazz like yeah i love just the saxophone like there's something about that instrument that just hits my soul every time i yeah. hear it um so what do you think about like kendrick lamar's new direction that he's taking with untitled and mastered and yeah 
Yeah. I'm, man, I'm telling you. I did that a lot, yeah, too. It that was dude is so ahead good. of his time, man. I'm like, mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar is really talented, and I'm, I just respect the approach that he's been taking. Totally. Just the love and the passion for his music and just to come back and give to his city, man. Yeah, exactly. That's all I want to do. Like, yeah. It's, it's, you know. it's an amazing thing. And I think uh, what's funny is there's sort of this pressure for – artists to, who do like social commentary like that in such a poignant way too like it wasn't such a i mean back in back in the days of like nwa and other gangster gangster rap you would get people who are just telling it how it is but he almost yeah. like subtly tells you like this, well yeah this with like good kid mad city like that was all from the perspective of like high school him yeah so he's telling the truth but he's telling it from like the perspective of like the the kind of kid he wants to paint a picture of yeah it almost came across more of like a novel than an autobiography exactly Mm -hmm. yeah like i was saying before like you come you become like a product of your environment like you know you start getting used to what you see every day yeah and everything you know and some people don't understand that because they've never been in that position totally i I, it's weird to to for people not to be well i I guess i don't want to like vilify other people but like in the sense of that i would i would say like every sensory experience that you have subtly makes some part of your personality and what you do with that information kind of dictates what how much control you have over it and i feel like that is something that even comes in through music when you're listening to different genres and things like that every little aspect even if you didn't like something Mm -hmm. for instance you still identify that well i didn't i didn't like that but also now i know more about myself and that's that's really interesting for musical development. Yeah, I mean, you could you could easily not like something and still appreciate it exactly. for what that yeah. person's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Even like music, man, you could just be like, oh well, I didn't like the song as a collective, but this one part right here, like, I really liked. So totally, like, I can sample this or I can yeah. just do whatever. Yeah, you know? and it's it's awesome to see. Uh, I I love that hip hop and rap and everything in general is starting to push boundaries in this experimental aspect. Yeah. Like Kendrick Lamar's Into Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, even when Chance the Rapper came out with that Donnie Trumpet yes, album, sir. stuff yeah. like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really sick to see exactly. that. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and play another one of your tracks. This is called Note to Self. Uh, Anything you have a little bit uh, to say about this this track here? Um, Note to Self is just a really short intro track uh, to the Cloudy EP where I just kind of write like a note yeah. to myself, you know? Nice. It's uh, pretty self-explanatory, but yeah, some of the lines there uh, really sit with me. Yeah, definitely. All right, yeah. well, we'll go in. We'll, we'll uh, play this track, and then we'll talk just a little bit, and we'll go back into our lives Uh, which is the other track, and then we'll keep going from there. So this is the song Note to Self. You're listening to Radio 1190's The Local Shakedown. A7, Armageddon, that's hella heaven. 6-5, always prosper, always strive. 4-3, give you me, not my money. 2-1, it just begun, the long run. Watch me lunch, cause the countdown just begun.
far fetch is my target. All my they roll with. Run this like a corporate and we indie. Working hard for my family. Haters can't understand me. My heart is a part of the art, not for shopping carts and them Grammys or groupies dropping they fannies. Ha ha, y'all hilarious. Last week, got a pack of beats and they screaming. Mute's not sparing us by any means. Be collecting green like asparagus. Living life, that quiet life, no need to fuss. Days and weeks turn to the months. We'll be living up and be creating, bruh. You know that's all day and all night. Damn right, we bought that life. Doing what we want, what we think's tight as our life. You know that's all day and all night. Damn right, we bought that life. Doing what we want, what we think. If I don't got it, gotta have it. Call us after, but the life lavish. Catch the boy at Lil Mavish. Cashing out because we cashing checks. Trick only follow rules we made. Definition of being rare today. Funny how I came out. Moms and still self made. My team held it down even before the upgrades. Hope that don't ever change. Not hard to explain why the hell I left. Because my ex was just too plain. Now I do my own thing. No regrets to remain. You know that's all day and all night. Damn right, we bought that life. Doing what we want, what we think's tight as our life. You know that's all day and all night. Damn right, we bought that life. Doing what we want, what we think's tight as our life. Radio 1190's The Local Shakedown. That was the track Our Lives off of the Cloudy EP, and I'm still sitting down here with Mute Smith. Um, so, yeah, that was a that was a really sort of, I don't want to say explicitly trappy, but that seemed more of a, a heavier song, like yeah. an in-your-face song. Yeah. Is there something you can tell me about, uh, like, the direction of that? Like, um, Well, I really like the beat, yeah. and then I just thought I'd write a little something to it, and just the message kind of behind it is just like, your life is your life, man. Do yeah. what you want with it. We yeah. only have one life, you know? Totally. Can't nobody tell you really what to do. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Sort of taking it taking it by the horns and, and not letting things, uh, yeah. or just, like, knowing that you're more in control of your life than you would yeah. like to think. Or, like, something like, for example, I met a lot of people here at mm-hmm. CU who were like, I'm like, oh, what are you majoring in? And they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm asking and I asked them like, Oh, is this what you're really interested in? Like, do you wanna do this? Mm-hmm. And then they're unsure they're like or not not about it, like, No, I actually wanna do this, but it kinda runs in the family and yeah. blah blah and it's like you know, don't do what you don't want to do because <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna be able to stay motivated for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah, like why why waste your time with something that's not not gonna make exactly. you exactly you find know. something that hits home for you. Totally. Speaking of like CU, I mean, here at the local shakedown, uh, we showcase local artists and we sort of promote the local scene, and um, we don't get a lot of uh, hip hop and rap, uh, you know, artists down here. So, um, what would you say is like? uh the the scene like here and it's okay to to say that it maybe isn't that uh existent but you know it's it's just good conversation because it's not in circulation enough so what would would you say is like the hip-hop rap scene here in boulder and um just like you know and your opinions on it i guess um i would say like 
it's really I would say EDM heavy yeah. from my like yeah. perspective. But there's definitely like a lot of shows where hip hop artists come in and you know out of town, so that's yeah. not really a problem going to shows. But I didn't really know like a lot of artists like who came out of Colorado or no, uh, no, yeah, not even Denver. Yeah, yeah not even, honest. not even, not Denver. one I can think off the top of my head. But. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I do know, I do meet a lot of people who are like, like appreciate it. Like that seems to be something that's like, uh, you know, to Pippa Butterfly came out, everyone was like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, <laughs> freaking out. Um, but I noticed with uh, with like shows and stuff, yeah, it seems very like EDM heavy, and um, that's a, an interesting aspect to me, knowing that like creatively it shares a lot, but also like um, they're very they're very different. You would think the that purposes of them are just different. Oh yeah, to be honest, like, you're not trying to necessarily like I don't know like get super messed up and go like freak out with your friends. Like to hip hop, yeah. Especially depending on what it is. Exactly. Yeah. There's always a different feel to I every mean, different exactly. artist. Exactly. It's all about the vibes and the feeling at the time. Yeah, definitely. And we 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 noticed. Uh, we talk about this a lot. Is sort of how like places like the Boulder Theater, Z2, um, and stuff isn't very. Um, I don't know. Uh, not too catering to local musicians, which is a big uh, topic ar- around here, at least here in uh, Boulder. Um, because you'll get a lot of the same acts, or you'll yeah. get sort of the sort of the same uh, vibes, and you know, you you had to go down to Denver. You played a show at Regis, um, yeah. you know, and that seems interesting to me only because like there is like a, a sub- there is a demand for the music that you're making and any other kind of music that you're making, um, and so like I guess if if a local venue were to open up catering to it, do you think you would try and like play that or you know promote oh, that, yeah, you know? Man. I'm just trying to touch the people and spread the message, the movement, yeah. the vibes. Totally. Honestly. Have you have you played any like house shows on the hill or anything like that? I know they have like live DJs yeah. and stuff, but has there ever been a chance to to do something like that? No, we actually had something set up. Funny story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one time we were uh, about to play the University of Arizona for a football game. Oh so yeah. Me and some of my boys like um, had put together on a tailgate. And we yeah. had like speakers, they had a stage set up, they had like flags and stuff. It was cool. I was like, man. Totally. Yeah. You know, we got it all set up the night before and right when I was about to go on, police showed up and shut it all down. That's um, yeah. That's that's so, an, yeah, I didn't even get to perform. That's another felt thing. So too. bad just for the people that came, I was like, I appreciate that and I didn't even get yeah. to perform for you. Exactly. Like, and that yeah. also means so much because yeah, that is like the most physical representation that there's a demand for something that like something like that yeah, that you're people doing. People hype to see you. Yeah. yeah. It's just a cool thing. It's uh-huh. just a crazy feeling. Like I said before, like right before you go on stage it's kinda nerve wracking, I guess. Yeah. For a bit. But I don't know, the energy that you get and just the repetition of you doing this music stuff, man. Like, yeah. It just all goes away. It's, right yeah, stage, I think like, appreciating any creative outlet, anyone who came from yeah. CU, you know, if someone's trying to perform, like, why not support them? Because, like, <laughs> like that just right. adds more reputation. That's how we keep the doing. culture going. Exactly. You know? like, and that's funny yeah. that the, the cops showed up um, only because I noticed with, like, things like Google moving in and stuff. I don't know. This isn't meant to, like, rag on Boulder, but I just yeah. noticed this is, um, is, like, things like, uh, you know, you'll try and put on a live performance and then the cops shut it down because of, like, noise complaints and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, what does that mean for the creative, the artistic aspect that Boulder likes to, tr- it's you know, hard. to put it's on? It's really hard. It's crazy because there was just, like, parties happening a couple All blocks away with just people talking. Yeah. Like, not even music. You can hear people just talking. It was yeah. Like, 
I was like, like can't we shut this down? Yeah, <laughs> deafening. You and know, it is what it is. We have some artists here uh, at the station who like try and practice. Like even um, in one of the projects that I've been like practicing middle of the day, you yeah. know, cops get called like you know, three p.m. Not I even that loud either. Yeah. It's like, oh, they can hear you at all. I guess I'll call the cops. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it seems Instead weird. Instead of me. like walk over and knock and yeah, try to figure like, things out. Exactly. It's that easy. No, just these college kids just like call cops. Yeah. On them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they'll be irrational. Like, yeah. right off the top. Is that what they assume or something? You know? yeah, yeah. I. That's not very uh, nurturing to. to <laughs> artistic culture like maybe if i understand like oh these guys are trying to throw on a party and you know like uh they're being too loud they're blasting music but it's like no 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 no, no. these these people are making something that's very different i feel like in boulder like the two communities are so separate between the student community and the people who live in boulder yeah Yeah. not like in contact with each other at all because it's just like i don't know it is split up i would say like you have the hill which is like here, yeah. the center part where everything, all the frats, sororities, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then, like, outside of that is where the other families live. Like, yeah. higher up towards Chautauqua. Yeah, over in even, like, past Pearl Street yeah. and North Boulder yeah. and, like, lower areas of, like, the retirement area of, like, Table yeah. Mesa. It's just crazy, you know, yeah. to me. I would think if you're living in Boulder with this, like, gigantic reputation for being, like, sort of a hippie culture, like, why did you? You know, like, I drove, actually, funny enough, I drove down Arapahoe last Friday yeah. and I saw this place and there was just, like, naked people dancing. <laughs> like, you know, there's obviously like, why are they shutting that down? And they're yeah. shutting, you know, <laughs> it was. Yeah, a God very... forbid these students talk on the porch. Yeah, right? yeah. And try to practice in the middle of the day. <laughs> so it's so crazy. But you know what I've noticed is that with things like, you know, that venue, the Forge, opening up in North Boulder and yeah. different things like that, it's um, there is sort of a music scene coming back, and that's great to to know. But also, I would hope that it's diverse. I hope that it encourages students who come here, future students who are like you and like us and everyone else that we know to, to still be able to make music and be encouraged to make music. Yeah. Yeah. So coming up next, we're going to be playing one of your songs, Visions. Um, is there something behind this? Is the, what, what is your visions, I guess? Um, I made this song freshman year um, with the producer, Willie. Uh-huh. Me. Genius, man. Genius. Who is, who is Willie? Willie Mead. Uh, he lived in Willville North with me. Oh, really? Freshman year in the same dorm. And we just linked up through mutual friends. And he, like, had his whole setup in his room, soundboards and everything. And I just came over to record one day. Yeah. He, like, gave me this beat. And I was like, yo. At first, I didn't, like, I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't like it. And I was like, huh? And I started writing to it. And I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah. And to see the response like on SoundCloud with over yeah. like 5,000 plays, I'm like, yo. Wow. This is crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, did we? I feel like I may have met him. Was that? I, I feel, feel like, like I went time. to the recording studio in Boulder with both of you guys one time. Yeah. 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 We, both, we got driven out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going around. What, what happened like, to that guy? For those studios? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, what happened crazy. to that guy? Is he still here? Yeah, he's still here, man. I've been working with him like over the summer. That's nice. awesome. He has the same little setup in his room. Yeah. Mike in the closet. <laughs> and out there, man. That dude works hard. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> works yeah. hard. Is there anything, like, unconventional in your recording process that you do, like, I guess? Like, what is generally, like, a mic in the closet? Like, it's kind of hard to, you know, because you have to pay a lot of money to go to, like, specific studios and yeah. things like that. Is there anything that you kind of have to do to uh, 
make up for the for the certain lack of that like because i noticed when you're put into a situation like that it gives you a lot of breathing room to do mm-hmm. unconventional things yeah. so is there anything that wacky in your recording process yeah. that you had to do um, i would just say like just getting some good equipment you know? yeah finding a quiet place to record totally and like getting a program that you know how to use yeah and mixing mixing and mastering that's a really important process that's oh what makes gosh. the sound quality like yeah, for sure. sound nice because if it doesn't people are not really gonna want to listen to it like shit yeah. off the ear you know yeah totally you can make an amazing song yeah. like unlistenable yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you can make an amazing song but if the quality is like ah you can't even <laughs> yeah. take yeah. the first like three seconds totally it's, bad, it's almost like uh <laughs> it's like that song uh you guessed it by og maker <laughs> yeah you know the production on that song is amazing the actual song itself like yeah, yeah the off but it's og awesome. mako is talented man yeah he, and he's smart he, like too. yeah he uh said in a couple interviews that like mm. that song was like he made yeah, that he song made knowing it would blow up and oh, it was yeah. a joke yeah. so that he could <laughs> just get to a platform where he could do what he wanted to do yeah totally <laughs> that is and that is like that's extremely smart to me i think in like yeah. any <laughs> facet of pop music they're oh, like yeah. i know how to get myself famous like that's exactly. like that's incredible yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to be playing one of your songs, Visions, and then we'll come back and finish up with your song, Cellar Door, and uh, then we'll close it off from there. But uh, like I said, this is Visions off the uh, Cloudy EP by Mutesmith. You're listening to Radio 1190's uh, Local Shakedown. To the sunrise, man, what a pretty view. Driving to the hills where we chill, burning down a few. Got the cotton mouth off the loud, sipping Mountain Dew. In the Subi cruising like 122. Nine nah, in the rush, I just got shit to do. Hit you up, I pull up, say what's up, gotta go. Adios, apologies, I don't respond with the audio. When they told me what to do Yes, I still have my friends But I don't have you And like two friends They still come around And say I'm Get 
get red like Panera, this our era lines hiding in the desert Sahara, hope you got sunscreen pack, plans on racks, pick the city up, put them straight on my back, I ain't talking no Jersey, bad bitch, I me, she wanna try your Hershey, young rap, earthling, sent to do his own thing, I'm truly blessed, sacrifice the rest for the checks, till the lungs collapse, then put me in the ground, go to be remembered, care less about what's announced, if you hear the bullshit coming out some mouths, you gon' wanna cut them out, notify they fly, watch them zip it like an ounce, why they pout, bruh, my team is the realest out, and I'm saying that without a gram of doubt. Why did I listen to my friends when they told me what to do? Yes, I still have my friends, but I don't. All right, that was the song Visions, uh, and uh, so that one was a little bit more uh, like less in your face, but yeah, we were kind of just having a little back and forth about um, that sample, sort of that uh, bluesy sample, um, which is really, really, uh, I think is an interesting touch. Um, would you say you like sample-based music? I mean, this is such a general question, but you know, sample-based music in general, when people interject uh, certain aspects of songs, not specifically beats, but yeah. Um, yeah, things like that. You know, would you say that does more of it, like hits more of a key for you, or or is it just like whatever it is that you don't, yeah. you know, you don't? It's know? whatever it is that really hits me, but I do like samples. You know, you take in old great music, and. Yeah. You just flipping in, putting your own kind of twist on it, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I rem. Uh, how would you say? Okay, so how important would you say is being able to do uh, improv, like cipher? Like how how much is that? Like, cause I I've sat in with you while you've done that, and you're yeah. like really really good at that, yeah. impressively good with that. But <laughs> how long have you been doing that for? Um, I would say I honestly started junior year in high school mm -hmm. when I lived in the dorms at my high school. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple boys like Ashawn mm -hmm. and a couple other dudes who we would always go into our rooms and just put on a beat and just, you and know, just try to spit. And at first I was like, man, how am I supposed to freestyle? Like, yeah. this is crazy to think of. I would be able to think of like two lines and then, you know, not think of anything else. Yeah. But it was just along with practice and time, like, mm -hmm. just started building upon. Totally. And I even so, think yeah. having lyricism is sort of like playing an instrument and being able to jam with people because that's the same idea as you're improving yeah. and often when you are like at least this is my own take on is like knowing how to play your instrument and then knowing how to jam are two different things that you need to practice on your own so like learning so i would equate it to would you say that would be the same as like writing down your lyrics and making you know writing great lyrics and then also Improving those lyrics are like almost in the same like they're yeah separate it's like a like, mix and mash of both like i would say every time that i get a beat before i write to it i always freestyle just to see like how i'm gonna flow on it yeah totally. and i would like you never know what you're gonna say in the freestyle like yeah yeah no <laughs> you, you should just always like have a record button or something because you'll say something crazy that like you didn't think you were gonna say you're like yeah. oh man i can use that hold on <laughs> let me write time. that down <laughs> yeah so yeah man. yeah so i i think that's just an amazing uh i just think head music in general like 
is is just wonderful and and that's totally like that's totally what i think like hip-hop is in its own aspect like you can see the total progression from like jazz and things like that it's just like what is ever whatever's coming off the top of your head um so uh what's next for you in your uh in your musical career and spending this summer making Mm -hmm. more music um just trying to make moves yeah totally. reach out to some blogs uh set up some more performances definitely yeah shoot some more videos yeah those are those yeah, are awesome yeah, yeah. i've been having a lot of fun with the videos man. how uh how much uh do you usually just find someone who's like hey man like let me let me set up this uh thing or do you kind of have a general idea in mind when you're shooting one of those music videos like a video yeah. um usually my boy magellan rubin shout out student at cu uh We've been friends for a long time. Yeah. And he ended up moving to North Carolina. Oh, really? Um, for high school because his dad oh, got a job yeah. out there. And then we ended up coming to the same college. That's so crazy. we just relinked up. Yeah. He still was making film. I was still making music. That's awesome. And, like, he was like, yeah, man, I'll shoot your videos. And it's just both two things that we love to do, and we just compliment each other. And Yeah, totally. Yeah, man. So was he – so – um did he join you out because uh, i know you shot a video or two out in palo alto was he did he come out for that or was that another no that was actually one of my other friends shout out joseph thornton um went to my high school uh-huh. uh yeah he helped me put that one together that's awesome and he's still like um still my homie to this day yeah, yeah. So when you're out there do you spend a lot of time in the city or do you uh do you kind of just like keep in your neighborhood kind of like yeah. relax or like no i go back and forth like my grandma lives in san francisco yeah so totally. like i'm up there pretty often like, yeah seeing her going you know shopping and just going to dolores park or wherever just exploring around the city yeah but yeah that's yeah that's awesome i um my my friends live out in San Francisco. I I visit them occasionally, and I think the biggest thing that hits me is like, the 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 culture. I think it's like it's probably the like, the craziest amalgamation I've ever seen because it's such a packed space. You know, yeah. like I've been to New York, and that's also kind of packed. But I didn't feel as like, I don't know. It felt like there was a lot of people there, but like, um. Uh, being around in San Francisco, especially like musically, is yeah. just cool. Like being yeah. on Hat- Hayden Ashbury, things yeah. like that. Um, speaking of like Hayden Ashbury and like Amoeba, what's like, I guess a little, like what's the most recent record or or, or thing you've been sure. listening to recently? <sighs> recently, uh, Skepta. He just Skepta mm-hmm. is a London. He's from London. Uh huh. Um, he's a grime rapper. I really? just really got into him. Yeah, it's like a different style of hip hop. Is it is it sort of like in, is it grime because of like the the accent or what like I get that's just what they call it like <laughs> I honestly have no idea I just been getting into it yeah totally like recently getting put on game but he just released his debut album uh, called Konichiwa mm-hmm. so I just been listening to that recently totally but I'm just waiting on you know more people to drop some stuff yeah definitely going back and looking listening to some old stuff yeah did you uh, did you check out Kendrick's uh, Untitled Unmastered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that did. that was um I think it was like B sides or something like that. It was just stuff that didn't make it onto Pimp. Yeah. Um but still yeah, good. it was like, it was still I'm good. Still it's like still it. amazing. <laughs> like how can you make B sides that great? <laughs> and like uh yeah, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But uh we're gonna go ahead and play your song Cellar Door and then once we come back we'll probably play our way out. Um but uh, is there anything you wanna say about this song, uh Cellar Door? Cellar Door, um so this was produced by Scott Hicken, mm-hmm. um, who goes by the name of Naughty. 
Um, he produced this beat for me when I got it. It was just the most beautiful thing that I've heard. Yeah. Uh, just the vibe to it, you know. And we named it Cellar Door mm -hmm. because that's supposed to be the most beautifully written, like, English phrase. Yeah, that's right. I just, yeah. yeah, he told me about that. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Like That's, um, I think that's, like, a reference to some, it's a specific book by Lewis Green, I think is his name. Uh, I forgot because um, there's this movie, Donnie Darko, yeah. where they act out the same. I I would totally go on a huge rant about it. But, like, <laughs> the, in that scene, they, like, talk about um, how cellar door, yes, for some reason, is just the most beautiful written word. Yeah. I forgot what their explanation is. And then they he kind of, like, acts out that book because they, like, break a water main and flood the house and yeah. stuff like that. But anyways, yeah, yeah, I totally, I totally understand that reference so we'll see how that plays out into the yeah. music but uh and then after we come back we'll yeah. probably say also featuring uh clarity clarity yeah all right sounds good this is cellar door by mute smith off the cloudy ep you're listening to radio 1190's the local shakedown Look at what I found 
That was the track Cellar Door off of the yes, Cloudy EP. I love that track, actually. That was probably my favorite that so far. So this is awesome. So uh, you're coming back next semester. Going to try yeah. to be playing some shows, yep, different yep. stuff, making new tracks. So it's going to be awesome. Um, but if uh, where can people find your music? Um, you can look me up on SoundCloud, Mute Smith, Instagram, Mute Smith, uh, Twitter, Mute Smith one Mm-hmm. Awesome. Follow me. All right. See what's coming next. Yeah. Appreciate so, all the support, too. Yeah. Here at Radio 1190, we're all about local music and supporting our local artists here at CU. So thank you so much for coming in and talking to us and showing us your music. Thank and you. And uh, check out the Cloudy EP by Mute Smith on SoundCloud. Definitely worth it. Also, check out some of those music videos. They're thank very, you. very awesome. Coming up next, I'm going to be playing a track uh, by our by the artist Radiohead, little by little off the album King of Limbs. And this will be it for our interview. Mute Smith, thank you so much for coming thank in. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Radio 1190, KVCU, Boulder. This is Radiohead, little by little.